Wow. Hey, uh, I want to talk to you like a papa. Um, in order to talk like a papa, you have to earn the privilege. And um, we have tried under God to understand the kingdom, proclaim the kingdom, live the kingdom. So I want to do a couple things, just introductory, and then my theme today will be the kingdom as our inheritance. And um, I'm going to try, by God's grace, to um, almost like one-on-one, -on -one. I'm not speaking to the crowd, I'm speaking to you. You understand that? So that you would hear me as an individual. Um, I, I, I seldom have crowd consciousness. I, 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 I want to talk to a, a, a person, an individual. Um, the PowerPoints from yesterday on, the, on seeing God's face, they would be available if you stop at the desk out there or we get them to you some way on... on uh, you ought to think about figuring out how to teach those yourself. They're, they're yours. Um, the same way with Jack Taylor's stuff, you should get that CD and transcribe it and put it in your Bible. And when they invite you to talk to the youth group, you already have your message laid out. You hear what I'm saying? So that you see yourselves as conveyors of the truth that you had. Otherwise, you turn into a dead sea. Everything goes into you and then it dies. And so um, this is one of the things. The, so the, the PowerPoints would be available. I have, uh, we did in California, a thing called the other side of the cross. Jim referred to a uh, thing that we did here, a mouthful of splinters is what I called it. Um, that I so embraced the cross and kissed the cross that my mouth was full of splinters. God used that, Jim, didn't he? It was a, it was a significant time. So I'm going to do a similar thing today, but the, this little set, I, I seldom promote anything, but I, I felt this was vital, and they have it out there, and, the, the, and uh, the people that have been responding to that have been very, very impacted by it. It's, well, I don't want to go on there now. Let's go. We're going to go gentle. I'm not after your emotions. I'm not even after your will. What I'm after is for you to understand the, some kingdom issues. What we're after now is an intellectual, uh, moral understanding of the kingdom that Jack laid out. I think that's the clearest. 
I have ever heard anybody lay the kingdom out uh, in, in such a short time. And uh, the way he has uh, laid it out, vital, vital. This baby has been born. It's moving. You know that, don't you? It's, it's happening. So what, what I'm going to try to do is help you see the value or the nature of what it is that we believe God is unfolding in the weeks, months, years ahead of us. Now, I'm beginning with a little, uh, short little poem. I want you to see it. And um, it's very, very important. This was written, given to me very recently by a young man whom I have discipled. And uh, the kingdom has shaken his world. That's what Jack promised us. The kingdom would shake our world. Now, that is very vital. Now, listen to the words. It's a private sea we sail. In spite of all the people that are here, in spite of your church, in spite of your family, you have got to make the kingdom decision. Nobody can make them for you. In the final analysis, you will choose for the kingdom or against it. It's a private sea. I'm telling you, when the decisions come down, it's you and Jesus. See? Now listen to the words. I'm, I, I can't spend a lot of time on this, but this was a personal gift to me. It really helped me. It's a private sea we sail in search of the pearl of great price. A pearl is a symbol of suffering. In search of the pearl of great price, onward we go. Though we fail and fail, still we sail. Beyond the church's saintly image and symbol, how many know God is now at work shaking the saintly image and symbol? Beyond the church's saintly image and symbol, Toward the light that makes all whole. Past the piper and his dancing mice. And if that isn't insightful, I've been in this thing for 50-some years. I've been in five visitations. I have seen what we call charismatic fads. What John, what, uh, John and Peter, Jack and myself have tried to show you is you, you can't go there. You have to see past the piper and the dancing mice. You have to see past that. Searching for the pearl of great price. It's a private sea we sail. 
in search of the pearl of great price. Now notice this line, please. Explaining sight to the eyeless one. How many here understand what Jack was saying to us just a little while ago? Except you are born again, you cannot what? See. Explaining sight to the eyeless one. If there was ever a description of kingdom ministry, it's in that phrase. It's in healing, it's in deliverance, it's in the value of the kingdom, it's the treasure and the pearl, all of the things. God continually, what is God's obsession? He wants to rule in your life. Now, for us to see that means someone who does see it has to come and explain to me who cannot see it in a clear, lucid manner that allows me that my, my spiritual blindness would be broken and I see. And I, I wish I had time to explain to you uh, my own experience. And, uh, and I saw, and I did yesterday, I told you what I saw, and we entered it together. See, we saw it together. What I was trying to do was give, give sight to the blind, the, to the blind, the, to, the, to, the, to the, uh, the ones that cannot see. All right, now let's go with some scripture quickly. What matters a little, but that matters a little. What matters most to me is to finish. I want to finish well. That's a very important thing to me. What matters most to me is to finish what God started, the job the Master Jesus gave me, letting everyone I meet know all about, listen to these words, the incredible, extravagant generosity of God. <laughs> Man, that's the agape. That's the name and the glory. Uh, the extreme generosity of God. And so, this is goodbye. You're not going to see me again. Now, that's not literal, because I'm going to be around to haunt you. <laughs> and when you don't choose the kingdom, my spirit's going to be there and torment you. So this is goodbye. You're not going to see me again, nor I you, whom I have gone among you for so long. Now notice how Peterson translates this. This was the message. I have gone among you proclaiming the news. I'm not making the kingdom happen. I'm just telling you it already happened. And you're blind and you can't see it. Proclaiming to you the news of God's inaugurated kingdom. I've done my best for you. I've given you my all. That's the truth. I held back nothing. Now, it's a private sea. 
Now, you, my dear brothers and sisters, are going to have to take moral responsibility for your life. I'm telling you, it is time under God for all of us to grow up. I'm going to show you how to do it since I'm already there. <laughs> Man, this scared me when the Lord gave me this. I thought, whoa. Now, <clears throat> be on your toes both for yourselves and your congregation. The Holy Spirit has put you in charge of these people, God's people they are, to guard and protect them. Notice this phrase. God himself thought they were worth dying for. Now here comes the shaking. This is a kingdom principle. Truth, problem, I mean the principle, problem. Remember the four Ps? I know that as soon as I'm gone, vicious wolves are going to show up and rip into this flock because what's shakeable has to be shaken. It's not the end of the world. It is God's kingdom coming, shaking what needs to be shaken, establishing what only God can establish. Uh, 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 vicious wolves are coming. And, and, uh, and from their very own ranks, I like this phrase, twisting words so as to seduce disciples from the kingdom to themselves. Stay awake. Keep up your God. Remember those three years I kept at it with you. Never letting, never uh, letting up, pouring my heart out with you one after another. Now I'm turning you over to God. I felt that very strongly. I did with each of my children. There's a time in life, a spiritual commissioning, when you are sent out and commissioned and, and a relief. Now, I know in America there are thousands, millions of 25-year-olds that are still living at home because mother and father don't love them enough to kick them out. Now I'm turning you over to God, our marvelous God, whose gracious words can make you into what he wants. Now that's the end result of 32 years of CBU, preparing ministry, releasing ministry. Now you have got to see yourself has taken that thing yesterday or the thing that Jack did this morning or the ministry that John and Carol have. And if that's alive to you, then own it. Find out what it is God wants for you. All right, let's go now. I need to move. I'm, I'm going to walk you through some things. Now, carefully, I, I, I didn't make a PowerPoint for this because I wanted you to kind of hear it, and then I'm going to explain it to you. 
for I'm 50-some years in the Lord, and I have prayed a thousand times, give me my inheritance, and I want my inheritance. And I've heard people preach, get all you can and can all you get. And I'm dealing with this. The other night, John, or not, opened John 14, 12. I can't do that today because I, I, I just haven't had time to prepare it. But I suddenly saw the kingdom as inheritance is not for me, but the kingdom is inheritance for others. It's not something I am getting. It's something God is trusting me with for a hurting world. Notice this phrase. Ask of me, and I will give you... Anybody? The nations for your inheritance. Now, I didn't know what I was asking for. I've been to, what, 50, 60 nations? John has, all these guys have. And, 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 and I didn't realize that what, what God was giving me as an inheritance was not for me. He was trusting me with something. And I saw it yesterday when I tried to open my heart to you. And the trust factor was there. And, 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 and blind eyes were opened because we saw it together. Now watch what I want to say. And I'm going to try to explain something that I think is very vital. Many, many years I've been trying to see this. Matthew 21, 43. Now here's something you must see. Salvation is not given and taken, but the kingdom is. When salvation is given, he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm yours, you're mine. I'm going to run you down, break every bone in your body. <laughs> but the kingdom is given and taken. I give you the kingdom, I take the kingdom. Now, Jack referred to it, Nebuchadnezzar. He was given a kingdom, and what happened? It was taken, and then it was given back. Now, if you, if you could possibly see that, you would understand how, why the church is in such confusion. Now, if you follow me, I don't have all this clear, but I got the courage to try it. Now, watch. The kingdom is taken and given. He said, I will take the kingdom from you and give it to who brings the fruit. When I saw the word fruit, then I realized it wasn't for me. It was for fruit bearing. 
It's not something I own. It's something that is coming into me in order to go through me for a hurting world. Whoa. I wish I had never listened to Heidi Baker tape. Because she kept saying, whoa, and I started to cry, and I said, whoa. And uh, I was infected forever. The problem was I listened to that tape about four times. Now watch, if a kingdom can be given and taken, what is the kingdom? The kingdom, the essence of the inheritance, is light. The kingdom, watch what he says, Colossians 1, for he rescued us, sorry, he, he has qualified us to share the inheritance of the saints where? In light. Now, light is my eyes have been opened to see the kingdom. Now, I'd like to do more with this, but I can't. I'm, I'm, I need to follow through with this so that we are touching something that is really vital um, as, a, as a people, and we're taking hold of something and owning it, each of you. Light is my inheritance. I don't own it. I, I, I remember as, as a sailor, and I got saved. I, was, went to, I didn't want to get saved. I got saved because he ran me down and put his foot in my neck. And I came back to the ship, and the, got my, all my sailor friends said, what happened to you? And I didn't know what to say to them, and I said, I saw the light. <laughs> Little did I know how accurate that was. I saw the light. I saw the light. That's what I showed you yesterday. That's what Jack just showed you. Possessed with the kingdom because he saw the light. The light is my inheritance. Christ is the light. He is the kingdom, the embodiment of the kingdom. All right? Now, when I saw the light, Paul kept saying, I'm a, I, I'm a debtor to the nation, to the, all the nations. And you can feel him in something in him because you cannot understand the kingdom and not want to be a missionary. You just can't. If you really see it, it conquers your fear. It conquers your reluctance. It overcomes all your craziness. I don't know whether I ought to do that. I, no, I can't do that. <clears throat> Let's go. Acts 20. In everything, I have showed you that we're working hard in the manner you must now, immediately, Paul is not what he owns. Immediately, what he sees is going through him for, come on, for what? Help the weak. 
Now, if you want to know where God is, he is among the poor and the hurting and those who have no hope. So immediately, something goes off in us that is very, very important. I'd like to expand the rest of that. Now, how are we going to do that? How are we going to let the kingdom come to us and then through us to a hurting world? If, if, and I'm going to try, if I can, just as, as carefully as I know how to build you a little platform on which you can stand. Um, the platform is fourfold from Jude, and it's Jude 20, and I'll give it to you very quickly. It's not complicated, but it means you have to use this. All right? The comp the, it goes like this. But you, beloved, now in the middle of Jude, everything is being shaken. And Jude is teaching them how to stand in the shaking. He said, this is how you do it. There are four things. Build yourself up on your faith. Two, pray in the Holy Spirit. Three, keep yourselves... Uh, <laughs> Uh, one translation says, keep yourselves in the exact center of the love of God. For, wait, receive the mercy. Now, I need to touch those quickly. Build up faith does not, is not rational. It's obeying what God said to you. Receive the thing. I loved when John said, how did we learn to pray for the sick? How many, how, how many of you know medicine doctors and surgeons don't like this, but they practice medicine. <laughs> John Wimber said, I prayed for people and nobody got healed and he said until I was so embarrassed my elder said, you can't do this anymore. And right in the crisis, people started to get healed. Now, how are we going to see the kingdom? We're going to do it by practicing. Now, practicing means I receive the kingdom and then find out how can I give it away. Whatever it is, his love, his mercy, I, I'm going to give it away to those who are weak and hurting. Now, when that happens, you immediately, something transpires. All right, now watch. I'm going to do this. Uh, build up in faith. Faith is receiving. This is Andrew Murray. Faith is receiving everything from God. In my, just about four, five weeks ago, I was in a physical crisis, emotional crisis, financial upheaval, and I stood up and I said, Father, I withhold nothing from you. I receive everything you have to give me. That's kingdom. I withhold nothing. I receive everything. That's kingdom. All right. Second, watch. Well, you don't know how important this is. During this five weeks, 
I could not pray in English. I could open all that to you. But if you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit and you don't know the language of the Spirit, ask for some ministry before you leave here. Praying in the Spirit means something like this. Oh God, I want a Cadillac and I want a Mercedes so I don't have to drive the Cadillac. Well, that's the, that's the prosper message. While I'm praying for the Cadillac and the Mercedes, I go into tongues, and I start praying in tongues, and the tongues say, don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. What he really needs is a 1954 Volkswagen. <laughs> now that's shaking, man. I would never pray that in English. Ever, ever, ever. Three, oh, I, I could, we could do a whole conference on that phrase. The agape road, keep yourself in the center of his love. When you keep yourself in the center of his love, those seven attributes of God incarnate in Christ are revealed. That is the kingdom of God. Four, mercy. Whew. Mercy means that I receive mercy. Come on now. If you don't give mercy, mercy triumphs. There's a whole study on mercy. The Hebrew word for mercy is it's almost untranslatable. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful biblical context. Right? But what we want to do is try to uh, center this now. Now what? The kingdom can be given. The kingdom can be taken. The kingdom can be given and taken. That is God's eternal purpose. If it dawns on you, what is happening is that you are missing the government of God and you are now part of a religious club. They had a sign over this lady at her burial. She belonged to so many clubs, she was clubbed to death. (laughs) 
Now, I, I'm, I personally, I, I really am weary of conferences. I'm grateful that Jim and the board had enough sense to offer God this conference as a sacrificial lamb so that those of us who have been here and participated are forced out into a hurting world to take what God has given us to a world that is hurting. Now watch. Let's watch now. Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's not salvation. That's the kingdom. His governmental purpose. He gives his governmental purpose and removes his governmental purpose. Some churches exist because they exist. Some people are famous for being famous. Now watch what's happening. If we don't touch, Jack laid it out so carefully, the absence of a kingdom agenda is a frightening thing. The kingdom is present or it is not present. We are engaged in the kingdom or it is we are not engaged in the kingdom. Now, I need to establish that. Let's go quickly now. I'll give you three scriptures. Paul's understanding of how the kingdom works. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? He is not saying they are not saved, they are not going to heaven. He is saying they are missing God's kingdom purpose on the earth. And he lists some people here. If, if they were not saved, I would suddenly turn into an evangelist, not a teacher. Next one. Do not be deceived. The unrighteous, meaning those of us who miss the, the dominion of the kingdom and the principles and the purposes of the kingdom immoral, impure, covetous. If God's going to send everyone to hell who is covetous, we got problems. <laughs> I'll show it to you, don't worry. The entire issue, next PowerPoint, the entire issue is failure to do violence to myself. What are you saying? Why, everybody knows the scripture. The kingdom of God suffers violence, but what? Come on. The violent take it for themselves. Middle voice, Greek. Now here's what I would like to suggest. You don't have to agree with me. But can I help it if I'm right? Now watch. Do you know the most violent act that a Christian can do? Get baptized in water. You know what I said when I got baptized in water? I want you to bury me and all my hopes and wishes and dreams, bury me then and bring me up into a kingdom that is yours. 
That's pretty violent. I know people get all upset over being re-baptized, but maybe you ought to think about it. I don't mean doctrinally now. I just mean I am going to take this physical body and I'm going to take my money and my home and my children and I'm going to take them into the kingdom. How am I going to do that? You're going to do that by learning some personal violence to yourself. What is the cross? Come on, what is the cross? It's personal violence. I'm ahead of myself. Now watch. In order for me to embrace the kingdom, I have to embrace motives, methods, and conduct that properly represent God and his kingdom. When I fail to do that, I am failing to represent his kingdom, and then I get myself in trouble. I cannot do that unless or until I am willing to embrace water baptism, baptism of the Spirit, the Word of God, the truth of God, the gift of the Spirit, ministry such as this one, where I am equipped and enabled to do violence to myself and step out of my own world into a kingdom dimension. Don't do that yet. Now watch. What is water baptism? Most violent thing I know. It is a burial. You not only not worth anything, you are consigned to be buried. And out of water baptism, is resurrected a new person called the image of Christ. What is the cross? I told you this is this is a mouthful of splinters. How many of you know they didn't let me teach this till after the offering was taken? Well, this does affect the offering. It affects the size of the congregation as well. Now watch. I'm going to make application. Careful, careful. This is so valuable to me. I have labored over this for so many years. Father takes, removes power and privileges of the kingdom because the messenger has disqualified himself from representing him to others. I'll show you that. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. But I discipline my body. I make it my slave. 
so that after I have preached to others, I will not be disqualified. Whoa. Ah, now we're starting to see, understand the word kingdom. Watch. When I first discovered this text, I almost lost my mind because I thought the issues were disqualified meant he was going to lose his salvation and go to hell. That I knew was not possible. I know it is not possible. And so then I couldn't figure out what the issue was. Now let's, let's take a, another step. Now actually I should be teaching this to pastors. But you have qualified yourself somehow for the Lord to open this to you. Notice the phrase. What's the phrase? Ambassador. If you ever get hold of that, it will change your whole life. The moment you see that you are really a governmental representative, I got on the they pushed me up to first class, and, uh, and I was this big jet, and I was going overseas, and, and I thought, wow, all these guys are representing other governments, and I'm an ambassador. And I have the plans for the whole world in this briefcase. You see what I, do you see what I'm doing? The whole world. These were plans for the whole world. Then this voice said, you better act like it. <laughs> now I'm going to show you how we act. Vital, vital. I said to Peter, Lord, Peter, you opened a whole new form of holiness for us. We've got to have a whole new form of ambassador. is a weighty term. It's a governmental term. It means I have to represent the government of God accurately. Question now. Question. Is it possible for me to continue to present myself as an ambassador when my credentials have been reneged. Whoa. I'm an ambassador of the kingdom. Well, what are your credentials? Power, supernatural, God's presence, reality, Confrontation, problems, shaking. Oh, my credentials are really important. Jack Taylor said something a moment ago. He said, <laughs> I loved it, Jack. He said, 
God has commissioned me to pray for you so that you would receive the kingdom. I thought, whoa, ambassador. That's an ambassador. He's recognizing it. He's intentional. There's an intentionality about his ambassadorship. He said, no, God has anointed me, commissioned me to pray for you. Now, whether he's an ambassador or not is whether it's answered. Man, I stood. I want it. I'm an ambassador in bonds. There's personal violence. We are not rejected as God's own. We simply refused approval as Father's representative. Now, it doesn't mean you can't share Christ with someone. Of course you can share Christ with someone. What I'm talking about is a governmental expression of the kingdom in the earth. All right, here's the five things we got to do. I, I, I'm getting less and less in time to do lists, but I, I couldn't get away without doing this one. Wish I could give you the history to this, but I, I just can't. Here's five things I'm asking you to do. If you will do these, first of all, you have to see your 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 eyeless eyes, I mean your visionless eyes have got to see the kingdom. That's Jack did. That's what John and, and Carol were doing. That's what we, Peter and I, right? Here they are. Refusal to change direction. You must, you must learn to give care and compassion to the hurting. I'll explain that. Three. We must, we must, Say it with me. Govern our mouth. Fourth one. How many would believe the kingdom would come if you could get Christians' mouths shut? <laughs> Last one. Minimalization of mixture. Now, I need to go through those quickly. One. We refuse to change direction. I have started for the kingdom. What's the next line? I won't turn back. I won't turn back. I started for the kingdom, 1954. And every time, and I'm testifying, my wife and children are here, I'm testifying. At least when I fell on my face, I was pointing the right way. I won't turn back. Now watch. Blessed is the man who endures temptation without turning back. If you put your hand to the plow and turn back, what did Jesus say? 
You're not fit for the kingdom. It has nothing to do with salvation. It's a kingdom governmental term. Second one. Well, I wish I could open more of that. Oh, God, help me. I, I know I'm going to get in trouble here, but I'm going to do it. Anybody know what Matthew 23, 15 is? Can you put that? They're both up there. Anybody quote that? You can pass land and sea to make a, a disciple, and you make him twofold the child of hell. Now listen, compassion and care for others is not evangelism. It is the extension of God's seven attributes to a hurting world. As long as I am taking converts and putting them in my pile, that's not kingdom. Compassion and grace and, 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 and the weak and the hurting is out there and God wants and, and, and I'm telling you there, 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 there's how many know there's a hurting, hurting world out there three God I, I could do a lot with that but let's <laughs> now this is where you gotta do violence to yourself my brothers do not hold your faith in the glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. I like, I like Taylor, but I don't like Mumford very well. I like the singing, but I don't like the drums. I like King James, but I don't like the other translations. Now listen, if you don't grow up, you will never represent the kingdom of which you speak. Sublimating, you know what, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not asking anybody else to do this. I am going to change my political party from Republican all my life to independent. You know why? Because that's what I am. <laughs> I refuse to be captured by either party because they're both alike. <laughs> I said, man, you got to earn my vote, buddy. Now what? Personal favoritism. <laughs> the more sophisticated churches have what they call the Rolex Row. <laughs> when you walk in and they see your watch, oh, Mr. Arnott, so glad to have you here. Sit right here. 
If that's kingdom, I am a zebra. <laughs> now listen, you cannot not express personal favorites. It's a joy to see my Afro-American brothers and sisters here. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Because racial preference, political preference, religious preference, economic preference has hurt and injured and torn and just, and just devastated the whole body of Christ because we haven't had a kingdom vision. Kingdom vision is inclusive, not exclusive. You don't, you don't get there without some personal. If you need deliverance, then get deliverance. If you need help, you need counsel, get counsel. Don't let anything keep you back from seeking the kingdom. It's a pearl and a treasure. Number four. If anyone does not stumble in what he says. How many here would give a lot of money to get back some things you have said? Whoa. But I want to take it a step deeper. My sheep know my voice. You know, in 50-some years of walking with the Lord, I have never heard a harsh word from the Lord Jesus. Ever. When he says, you dumbbell, you have really failed. It's love. <laughs> Is that true, John? Is, you... I, I just can't believe you did that 27 times. <laughs> now listen, there is no condemnation. There is guilt and pain and failure and all the other stuff, but no condemnation. There is nothing in his voice that causes us to cringe or draw back. Always calling, appealing, waiting. So I said to God, please deal with this mouth. Please deal with this mouth. So that when the voice speaks, men and women could hear your voice. When I hear someone say, God's going to judge this nation. You know why? Because of the voice. If that was God speaking, he would say, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How many times I would have gathered you. 
It's not the words, it's the voice. I want you to hear his voice. Through mine, that's the kingdom coming through me to you in such a way you can hear. Last one. Who is wise like Bob Mumford? <laughs> Let him show by his good behavior. That's kingdom. Gentleness, gentleness. If you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition, notice what the problems are. The problems are not demons. The problems are bitter jealousy and selfish ambition. I'm telling you, I wish I could have known this 50 years ago. I wish I could have identified what the real problem was. All right? A lot needs to be said about that. This is wisdom. This wisdom, verse 15, is not that which comes down from above. Now, just like that voice thing I told you about, you have to learn the difference of how wisdom works. There is a wisdom that is not of God. There is a wisdom that is of God. This one is kingdom. This one is demonic and sensual and selfish. I'm telling you, Hebrews 5.18 says the only way you learn that is by practice. very, very hard to discern. How many here, now you're not doing this to make me happy, you're doing it to reinforce one another. How many here have ever been under some sophisticated wisdom that was not from God? Could I see your hand? That's right. About half of us. Sounds so plausible. Sounds so right. And suddenly I can and find myself step out of it. Right? Mixture means I can't go there. I said, Father, give us wisdom. He doesn't rebuke or upbraid. He just gives Give me wisdom for my marriage. Give me wisdom for my business. Give me wisdom for my kids. Now that wisdom comes out of those seven things. Last point. The body and the blood of Christ is the only possible life source for you to embrace the events of life and stay on the road. How many here know, not guess or think, how many of you know that life can present some pretty strange deals. When Jack, with boldness, said, 
The shaking is here. The shaking will increase. Second point. I want, I've given you these four principles and the five things so that each of us can embrace it. <clears throat> the pastor just ran off with the piano player. My wife and I were trying to find a church in our city where we live. She found a really nice Presbyterian church. She said, well, won't you come? They don't know who you are. So maybe we could go to church. I said, all right, we will. There's tension in the place, tension everywhere. I thought, what do I feel? Next week, it's split. That was the end of my church going. <laughs> now watch. If I didn't know the kingdom, Jack said it just a few minutes ago. I've heard John say it. I know Jim believes it. All of us. Listen, if I didn't know kingdom and not church, I wouldn't be on this platform. The thing that has kept me has been, I have started for the kingdom. I won't turn back. I won't turn back. If nobody... Let's sing it. Let's sing it. Come on. I have started for the kingdom. I won't turn back. I won't turn back if nobody will go with me. If nobody will go with me, I won't turn back. I won't turn back. Well. Yes. If nobody will go with me, if nobody will go with me, if nobody will go with me, say it now.
Let's uh, let's stand together. <laughs>